0: don't kill if you can wound don't wound if you can subdue don't subdue if you can pacify and don't raise a hand at all until you've extended it hello and welcome to episode 411 of under the cull of MS this is a Thursday normal Thursday comics and health and MS and whatever Episode. I have my dehumidifier running in the background because I want to hear if I hear it when I listen to the replay. And of course, I'm not going to listen to the replay before I post the podcast because I just do it and put it up. (laughs) I don't like spending extra time editing and all that stuff. Maybe once I get deeper into the video ones i might do that but we'll see uh that little quote was from wonder woman volume three number two just something that kind of like feels like it goes with the times with all the crap going on right now in ukraine and afghanistan and all over the world and in our own local cities it's like Here in Wisconsin, our murder rate's been going off the charts this year. It's like every night there's more and more and more shootings. I just don't understand. And now they're going to sit there and waste time with curfews. That never worked in the past. You can put a curfew up. We still went out. We still did our things. Yeah, it can't be seen on the streets. Fine, we'll go hang, hang out in the woods or hang out at a house or something until... Two, three, four, and more, and cops will be asleep when we go home anyways half the time. Unless the cops get called. They don't get off their asses and do their jobs. We didn't have to worry back in the day, and I'm sure that's how it is for the kids nowadays. It's like they're going to sit there and focus on curfew, and they're going to focus on regulating gun laws and all that bullshit. But they're not intelligent enough to know that these... The people that are doing these things will still get out and do these things. And they will still get guns that they purchase off the street like they did originally without getting a licensed weapon or anything like that. So you're punishing the people that do follow the rules, not punishing the people that don't. And, oh boy, maybe a police officer could be patrolling those areas where the shootings are happening every brick and night. And not sit your ass in your car on the side of a road waiting for people to go through yellow lights or whatever. I don't know, I'm just pissed off. I keep getting tickets and fines and then I, they don't catch the people that they should be catching. Jackasses are continually seen sitting on their asses around a place. It's like today I had to watch like eight cop cars with their motors running while their officers are sitting in a Restaurant eating while the dogs, police dogs, are stuck in the cars with all the windows shut. It's like, that irritates me every year. I know I've bitched about it before, but yeah. It's like, what if your engine shuts off and your dog's going to be suffering in the heat? And They don't give two shits. They're sitting in a freaking restaurant or a bar for an hour. Stuffing their faces. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Enough pissing and moaning. All right. Today is going to be the final chunk of this year's 2022 Free Comic Book Day comics, unless by chance I get my hands on the last, like, 8 or 10 or whatever it was that I still didn't get. But maybe I'll see those down the road and pick them up. If not, oh well, we got a pretty awesome chunk this year, so let's finish it off. We got Sonic the Hedgehog. By IDW. This is a blast after just seeing the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. And this one pretty much deals with Sonic Knuckles and Tails. Knuckles contacts Sonic and Tails to come out to his little island to help him out with something that's going on. There's all kinds of rumbling and stuff. And of course it just happens to deal with a certain enemy that they've had to deal with. Many times in their past and you get to see what happens with them and Dr. Robotnik and all the things on this little, interesting little island that Knuckles is hanging out in. And you got some fun cosplay in the back and some nice artwork that came with it. And, and it was a really fun story. I, I liked it. I. Uh, made me want to read some more sonic comics i'm not in don't have them so i think i got a couple newer ones in my collection but that was about it so might have to check out some more of those down the road then we have tex in the land of the seminoles uh by baseli and rubin i don't know not sure what company. Epicenter Comics, I guess. EC Comics is the one that printed this. And Tex is a character created by the writer Giovanni Luigi Bonelli and artist Aurelio Gallopini Gallop. Tex, in the land of the Seminoles, free comic book day is an excerpt from Tex in the land of the Seminoles signature edition by Epicenter Comics. Available July 20th, 2022. An unexpected turn of events puts Tex, under the pseudonym name Ben Walker, in command of the Army Scouts. Faced with the bloodthirsty behavior of his companions, Tex can only show his true nature and oppose the massacre of the Seminole women and children. Heroic fighter of the day turns into a hunted deserter. And as he's hunted by his past comrades, he ends up getting hunted by other characters along the way. And and Beans. And it was an interesting story. I don't like the storyline. I don't care about that dumbass. The standard dumbass story of the white man wiping out everything. It's like just those stories just annoy me, but it has some fun twists and turns. It was very interesting. So if you're into that type of thing, check it out. Uh, Next up, I'm trying to see this page back here. It looked like it had something. That I could put in for this. But this is Guardian of Fukushima. A true story of a farmer who fought to save the nuclear zone's animals. From Tokyo Pop. In 2011, a massive earthquake off the coast of Japan triggered a devastating tsunami. Which in turn destroyed the three core reactors of the Fukushima nuclear power plant. And in this story, we get to see a father, grandfather talking with a child, telling it, going over their farm, taking care of their animals. And you get a nice little story by Steve Levy, or Stu Levy, uh, talking about what happened in March 11th, 2011. I'm not going to read it because it's a long, uh, page of the storyline that you should check out. It's great to give you the, the basis of what all happened. If you don't remember much about that horrific day, but, uh, I believe it's his grandfather and grandson that... Oh, it's his uncle. Okay. The kid... A kid and his uncle are taking care of their cows, taking care of the family farm, doing some stuff. And, uh... All of a sudden, there's some rumbling going on. And the uncle tells the kid about the stories of the different creatures. That their history... Uh, believed in with stories in the past. uh, The kid knew some things and they learned some stuff. He learned some new stuff from his uncle. And then they seen some other things happening and seeing the waves coming in and all that, and that caused all the damage. And it was a very, and a very knowledge, uh, knowledge building, very, very well written story i I can't say it's an enjoyable story because it's a horrific day when all this stuff happened but but you get that and then there's a bunch of about of the authors and stuff and the writers and illustrators and a bunch of stuff from a closer look at that day in here some uh, numbers and specs for you and Let you know what all horrifically happened that they, it's just, if you'd like to learn more of that, I say check this out and it's going to be coming out in graphic novel release in January of 2023. I know, I know that's one I will definitely be picking up. I like, I like to have on hand, uh, well-written stories about horrific events or major events in history and it's just i believe it's a great way to if you ever have to introduce something from the past to someone younger and this is a way that i would acknowledge it more and want to learn the history of things and that's why i like when they do stuff like that, like the one 9-11 book that I read a while back and talked about. I can't remember the name, of course. But Next up, we got The Three Stooges by American Mythology Productions. I really, really, really don't understand why these they're still pumping these things out. But, hey, someone is buying them. But, welcome to free comic book day, knuckleheads. we're glad you picked the three stooges celebration as one of the comics in your fcbd hall if you are new to the boys you are in for an awesome treat the three stooges have been making people laugh for almost a hundred years and their brand of silly slapstick is still as funny today as it was back then for me i watched it in the past in my childhood it didn't really crack me up or anything like that. And today's culture and stuff with their slapping, hitting, beating, abusing each other comedy. I don't know. But hey. We've got fun stories that showcase all the different hilarious hijinks from old Larry Curly Shemp and even Curly Joel. For you right here. Heck, we even brought back the Robonic... Stooges from classic Saturday morning cartoons, and have a story with the Stooges parodying your favorite big screen sci-fi movies in here. There really is something fun for everyone in the pages of the Three Stooges comics. So sit back and get ready for all the nyuck, nyuck, nucks and whoop, whoop, whoops you can handle because the boys are back in town. And they're enjoyable stories, but yeah, the whole slapstick beating each other up constantly, the Moe, I just want to, even in my childhood, I just wanted to just grab Mo and beat the living shit out of him. He's so abusive to his brothers, (laughs) but uh, you get a few fun stories. They do a virtual reality story in here. You get, like they said, the Robotic Stooges story, which is interesting. The Isle of Dreams, where they go to an island that's kind of got a little play on Doctor, the Island of Doctor Moreau. And uh, you get a kind of a movie production of Back in the Chariot Times. Uh, comic... It's what's it called? Stooges on Set. But them trying to get into other movies and stuff like that. They're interesting little stories. But yeah, I just was never big on those characters and still, they still don't grab me to this day. So I don't know. It's something for somebody because they are putting them out at least a handful of them every year, I see. Uh, Let's see here. The next one up is the Winchester Mystery House, The 100-Year Curse. Now, this one, let's see if this tells us anything. Thought to be one of the most haunted places in the world, the Winchester Mystery House is much more than an architectural wonder. Its labyrinth full of secrets come step step inside and hear the house's whispers. Inspired by true events, this masterfully crafted horror tale, written by Joshua Werner and beautifully illustrated by Dustin Irvin and Damian Torres, takes you into the non-stop construction of the house that Spirits built, and its brilliant owner, Sarah Winchester. I uh, knew little pieces about this whole storyline, but never really got deep into this. But, yeah, I, this was really fun and enjoyable. I want to take my wife to the Winchester Mystery House. I want to learn more about it. I didn't realize that, This lady was obsessed with constructing and reconstructing and making more rooms and just how many rooms this place has and how big it is. It's like, I really want to know more about it. It's very interesting. And they have some other interesting things coming out, too. They have a game that's related to the Winchester Mystery House. They got other things you can get for and other the count the uh source point press has lots of other things in the back that look interesting other types of novels and books that they did uh but yeah this is a one shot by source point press i don't know i guess is this the whole thing i mean this could totally be the whole story in one 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 shot right here i believe it is and then maybe they're going to come out with a novel in the future hopefully i really want to hear more <clears throat> from it definitely then we got valiant 2022 the year of valiant featuring bloodshot archer and armstrong ninjack and more and this really pissed me off again <laughs> Because we got another bloodshot story, but it's such a short teaser thing that doesn't really play off as a storyline. He's dealing with a character that's mostly mostly AI or robotic or mechanical. His body's been constantly rebuilt and replaced over and over every time something happened to him. And those two battle, but it's just such a short story. I don't, still don't get enough from bloodshot to decide whether or not I want to jump on anything from it. But I am intrigued, but I still need more. Then there's armor clads. Number one, this, uh, this storyline was interesting but it's seemed more like uh, young kids that did something wrong are being enslaved to work work with these robotic shells to do other things for uh, some big organization and I just don't get I don't know I don't know what the kids did why they're in there why they're being punished and it just I don't know. I need more from that story also. But then, the Archer and Armstrong story. Learning more about this Archer character and his friend or uncle or something, Armstrong. They're two interesting characters we don't get enough stuff from. But... uh enough basis out of it but i'd really like no more it looks like they're demon hunters uh something like that but i need more and they got a little teaser for ninjack too which i've i've got the old ninjack runs but i haven't checked out this new one and this story makes me wanna i definitely wanna read some more i know someone in our club crimson called comic club has been reading in Jack and I am definitely intrigued after reading that little teaser. And we got Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the 25th anniversary, 25 years by Boom Studios. This was a great, if you know nothing about Buffy the Vampire Slayer, you get a yearbook in here, giving you all little teasers by putting in little quotes and stuff. And if you, followed the series and stuff, you'll understand a lot of the little things going on here. If you watch the movie, read the books and all that, but this is a great little catch up for anybody that hasn't read anything. Uh, it goes all the way back to like a hundred years ago where the grounds of the school for Sunnydale was founded. And you got him a memoriam for people that have been lost you get a story of Buffy sitting with her counselor and the counselor's trying to get more information from Buffy and you gotta read the story to find out why. And it's just it's a great great setup for anybody that maybe doesn't know anything Buffy or only did a little bit of Buffy or was a full fledged Buffy fan and just got into the new one or Hasn't gotten into the new run yet, or is just starting to get into it. And this is a great, great book for anybody like that. Same with the next one, the best Archie comic ever, Number Zero by Archie Comics. This was a lot of fun because you get the little superhero story, you get the a Jughead story that's bouncing through with him and Betty. Uh, you get. Some little little Archie story. You go back in time. I mean, <laughs> there's a Archie story that's just like uh, that. Uh, um, obsessed with, and I can't think of the name of it, but that new Nicolas Cage movie that's out. That's been also in comics. That I've been re- following the comics with the child arcade type environment with the. Big robotic animals attacking and all that stuff. and It's just, this is a a really fun way to catch up on all the Archie and different styles of Archie thing. Here, there's something on the back, too. A new dawn of Archie is upon us. Archie Andrews has forever been known as an everyman. He's our average teenager, and that's what makes him so well-liked. But it doesn't take a super scientist, superhero, or super spy to see that Archie is anything but average. Welcome to the weird, wonderful world of Archie, where anything and everything can happen to a red-headed, freckle-faced teen in a sleepy little town. This title serves as a special sneak peek at what's to come from Archie Comics' new series of anthology titles, as well as some best of moments from recently released titles. Get in on the ground floor of a new era of Archie with the special issue zero title. But yeah, this thing was great. Definitely a good pickup for Free Comic Day, one of my top ones. And uh, yeah, it's fun catching up with the whole gang, and the way they did all those little teasers and stuff. Then we got the Bone Orchard Mythos Prelude from Jeff LeBeer, Andrea Sarantino, Dave Stewart, and Image Comics. This one, did they have a little depiction of this? Let's see. Welcome, readers, and thanks for checking The Shadow Eaters, the first look into the Bone Orchard Mythos an ambitious new project that we have been cooking up for the last year, year or so. The Bowen Orchard Mythos will be a new shared horror universe with all the stories created by the two of us, along with colorist Dave Sturiake. Uh, I don't have enough time to read this. There's a big thing in the back. But I'm trying to... Yeah, This was an interesting story, kind of something that I've just read recently just a different layout of it of a guy kind of like going off to another house who's kind of been screwing around on his wife and he feels bad wants to make things up and get his life back together just yeah not my kind of story but it was written interestingly but i don't know don't know if it's anything I'd really jump into. Then they have uh Captain Underpants, Dog Man, and Cat Kid Comic Club, little triple teaser uh of books. So you can get a little teaser of each of these characters and their stories. The Captain Underpants was a, kind of a strange, interesting <laughs> story of some kids and a guy that turns into Captain Underpants. Uh, then you had a little Dogman up-to-date storyline with a little teaser story first, and then a little where they're at with the whole Dogman comics, which I love. I uh, have all... All the Dog Man books, except for the newest one, I think, and I've enjoyed them all. I mean, yes, they're for kids, but they're still fun. <laughs> just watching, just watching Dog Man piss off Chief is just <laughs> it makes me happy. <laughs> and then we had a cat kid story, which that one was I've got. I think one of those books so far of the cat could. Cat Kid series, and I have enjoyed it, and Cat Kid kind of bounced off from Dog Man. And then you get a little how-to-draw thing in the back of one of the characters. It's just lots of fun. Great reading for kids that want to get into comic books or whatever. Those are always fun. And uh, Captain Underpants is more uh, book format. And then the dog man and the cat kid ones are more uh, comic book format. Then we have Kaiju number eight from Viz Comics and Naio. 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 Naioya I knew I shouldn't have tried that name. This was a very interesting story of. couple characters and one's like an older spy type character and one's a younger one and he wants to get something for his daughter because she really wants it and there's only one item left and he fights for it and of course it's that storyline where all kinds of things happen while he's trying to get the item and it was fun. It was very fun and I'm running out of time and I only got three left so I'm going to pump these out we got Spider-Man, Venom, plus an all-out Avengers story. And this is an interesting story of Spider-Man dealing with some uh, a giant creature mailbox that's trying to eat people, and then we get a little uh, Venom storyline that kind of involves Brock and his son, and some interesting things that are coming up, and then the little Avengers story that. Uh, gives us the little She-Hulk, Captain, Iron Man, and the gang just dealing with some, some problems happening. And we got Stranger's Thing. That was a Colorado drive-in, Dark Horse Comics thing. Also featuring a Resident Alien storyline. And It was the kids at a movie theater and some things happening and bringing back some things from their past. And then the Resident Evil story was a very enjoyable uh, Mike Mignola-style storyline, Hellboy basis. And uh, I really like this one where he's trying to help an older lady as a doctor. And then we find out something about some ghostly spirits in her attic, and we're out of time. So I'm going to end it here, and I'll tell you the last comic at the beginning of the next segment. I will be right back. I will be back. Alright, so I want to been complaining about all the jackasses in our world. I want to to run out of time, but we got to get the last comic in. And that is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. From IDW. Pre-Comic Book Day. This one gives you a couple stories that are the same. But different. They're based in different parts of time. Different entities. Turtles doing different things during this. And you're seeing a different look of the past, the present, and the future. And it's very interesting. Uh, It was very enjoyable. Uh let see what, what does this say. So, you might be saying to yourself, wait a second, am I going crazy? Or does the cover of this free comic book look eerily familiar? And those story pages, is this deja vu in hyperdrive or what? Well, rest assured, you aren't going crazy. And faster than light deja vu has nothing to do with what you're feeling. All you need is a bit of an explanation from yours truly about how this little but important TMNT freebie you are holding in your hands came about. There's a whole page telling you all about it. I'm not going to read that to you. You're going to have to find out. But, yeah, it's like it's like a story from our past, just updated to present, more present-time style stuff going on. And it was... Very fun, Lots, very interesting, very fun. Look at the present and the past. So check that out, and that's it for our free comic book day pile this year for 2022. Pretty good, pretty good uh, stack of comics. Uh, I was very happy. There's maybe about three of them that I wasn't wasn't really interested in probably would never go back to, unless it was accidentally, uh, but other than that, the rest were well worth the trip, all right, let's get to the MS health portion of the show, I mentioned the MS gym, gym, I know recently, and I know I'm talking about it again, like, I talk about a lot of stuff over and over, but this is all shit that I bookmarked either recently to, like, 20 some years ago, and I'm just finally getting to this shit now. So, this is my only way I'm gonna ever get through all this bookmark crap that I have piled up is by talking about it, having an excuse to go through it because otherwise, it'll take me another 20 years to look at the stuff. So, you get to hear the Multiple times I talk about things, but that's just because all these companies talk about everything the same. They just bounce it around, and I just forget what I talked about. But I know we mentioned the MS gym, but they do have a hip flexor strength uh, program with uh, that also is for reducing the MS hug, which I can totally see because you're doing a hip flexion and using that those muscles by just standing there basically lifting your leg up in the air and uh working your core and that way it works right there along that rib cage and i could see that maybe helping out with the ms hug and i'm gonna try and do a variety of them every day just to see how how it happened how well it helps figure I'll add that to my current routine and say like I'm trying to get my walk up the hill once sometimes twice a day and then my normal yard work whatever I gotta do and house stuff that I gotta do and then every time I go up the stairs doing my push-ups on the stairs which I slacked on for a little while but I'm finally I'm back to doing it and I noticed I'm like oh this ain't really doing much and then I read that one thing about doing push-ups and all the different I actually don't think I read that to you guys yet, but I read something about push-ups and all the different muscles, what muscles you're actually using and stuff, and I was actually surprised, and I sat there and got my ass back to it, and yeah, I noticed. <laughs> I feel it in certain muscles already, and it's, you'd think, oh, that's nothing, and doing push-ups on the stairs, it's like, well, if it's 10 are easy, then do 20. 20 is easy, do 30. And It's way better on your body than doing a regular push-up until you can get down and do a regular Uh, push-up. Why overstress your body when you can build your body up gradually? And then I think I'll add this to the daily program and that that gives me a good, about a half hour's worth of oddball things, if not more. And then my, my normal wall stretches and my feet and my calves and working them to try and keep them going because they've been hurt a lot this summer working that funky foot of mine the crooked ass little little deformation I gotta deal with but yeah so weird now that I finally got answers and learned about that and I cannot believe it took me almost well probably about over 35 years, because I used to roll my ankle all the time when I was younger, and it was always rolling the left ankle, and no one ever said anything, and now I can't roll it at all, it's one solid joint, I cannot flex my ankle to the side at all, which is good as far as pain wise, not spraining it over and over, but Really sucks when you <laughs> realize you can't do something ever again. But yeah, it is weird that I can't flex it to the sides or the front and back. And it's just one solid joint now. It's like there's no ankle there. All right. Uh, brain games. Did I ever tell you about brainhq.com? That's a great place to do some brain building games. Keep the cognitive issues off our plate. Uh, Brain HQ is your online headquarters for working out your brain. Think of it as a personal gym where you exercise your memory, attention, brain speed, people skills, intelligence, and navigation inside of your abs, delts, and quads. Just as our bodies require care and exercise over the course of life, so do our brains, especially as we age. Brain HQ provides the exercise your brain needs to be at its sharpest. But yeah, they got tons of great things in here. And you can get use it on your phone or on your tablet or your computer, whatever you want to do. And they got lots of different Brain exercises and games and things to test you out. Keep that noggin up to par. And then also with brain games, you can go on AboveMS.com. They have uh, wellness and brain games that you can check out. Go under MS Wellness tab and they got brain games in there you can go to. They got other tons, of other great things: diet and new, nutrition, recipes. Recipe, oh, I can't speak all of a sudden. Recipes, exercise programs, travel with women in MS, MS support and events, uh, all kinds of things about MS uh, treatment journeys. I just, but the brain games—they got all kinds of little ones in here: Sudoku, crossword, flip out uh diets and supplements you can consider mental and emotional health they got tons of stuff in here so you need more things platforms to look at do it just don't be like me and bookmark the shit and come back to it 20 years later and be like hey i should have been trying that for a while now (laughs) it's just there's so many things out there i can't keep up with it all it's just I could spend a whole day just working on sites and maybe get through a handful and just never really get through much of anything. So, But there is lots of great stuff out there. Then we got myplate.gov. This is where you can uh, basically learn from the U S department of agriculture, what they say for standard healthy eating, uh, dietary guidelines and stuff like that. They have dietary guidelines for Americans from 2020 to 2025. It's still 2022, uh, they got to take my plate quiz so you can find out uh, your level and your personalized resources to start your little my plate thing and learn about the fruits, vegetables, grains, proteins, the dairy, all that stuff. See see if anything in there helps you with your nutritional goals and resources you might Find some recipes or some interesting stuff that you didn't know about that could benefit you. So there's a great place for some resources. And let's look at some anti-inflammatory foods that we can eat. Of course, you got berries like your strawberries, blueberries, raspberries, blackberries, my little huckleberry. Uh, fatty fishes like salmon, sardines, herring, mackerel, anchovies. Mmm, yuck. <laughs> Broccoli, definitely an extremely nutritious, terrific, how do you say it? <laughs> Cruciferous vegetable. Uh, avocados, as we've been talking about our wonderful little superfoods, along with green tea, is just great for us. Peppers, everything from bell peppers to chili peppers to jalapeno pepper, all your different peppers are great for adding flavors to food and great for our bodies. Shrooms, we love our shrooms, and truffles. I craved and wanted so bad. Once I got into them, I'm like, yeah, but those, I think it was because of truffle oils. I don't think I've ever really had the expensive shaved truffles. Uh, maybe some cheaper versions, but haven't been too impressed by those. Uh, portobello's, shiitake, lion's mane. Uh, there's so many different wonderful mushrooms out there for us that Great for recipes, great for our health. Grapes, we've had just awesome deals on red seedless grapes this year. Oh, God, they are so nice and sweet. Just awesome. Strawberries have been great, too, at the beginning of this spring season. I just I don't know what's up, but it felt like we were getting these things early for the year and they were just delicious. So much sweetness and great flavor to them. Turmeric. Wonderful. Spice that's very good for us, but hard to take. You got to definitely find a good recipe or use for it or go with turmeric pills, which I usually go with. Extra virgin olive oil. I use it for almost everything when I'm cook. need an oil in my cooking base, unless it's something I got to cook over 350 because then it's going to smoke. So you're not going to want to use olive oil unless you got something that tells you that it can go over 350 for cooking. Dark chocolate and co- cocoa or cacao is wonderful for us, especially if it's 70% or higher. Dark chocolate. Uh, tomatoes. Some people have issues with the city and stuff. Some people say tomatoes good, some people say tomatoes bad. Tomato bad. But I don't know. They're great base for many of our recipes. So your chilies, your soups, your meat based items. and just tomatoes come in. Candy with lots of things. Cherries are wonderful for us. Uh, And then you just got to remember, those are the anti-inflammatory type foods. And the inflammatory style foods are are the junk food, the refined carbohydrates, the fried foods, the sugar-sweetened beverages, the processed meats, the trans fats. And if you look at that, it's very simple. All the stuff that was in the anti-inflammatory food section is all in the outside aisles. When you walk in your grocery store, go to your right, stay all the way along the wall, and you'll get your vegetables, your meats, your dairies, your frozen vegetables and stuff like that. And then stay away from the inside stuff unless you need something from there and because that's all canned, processed, bad things for us. Uh, and if you want to eat healthier, just work, work in that outside of that grocery store. will do wonders right there. Uh, and just to get you started. And then you can gradually build yourself a diet based around the items that your body enjoys and you feel good with. So try those things out. And see what works best for you. All right. And let's see here. Oh, this is gonna be a repeat. We just talked about this recently. I know what we did the health healthy winter vegetables. This is just a list by another company, but it's all the same ones. Looks like they just copied off the Last one. See if I got something else that we could talk about. I am just... My computer is not wanting to be nice to me. That page doesn't want to come up. Uh, I did a Check out the Marvel Avengers video game. Enjoyed that. The reason I got the podcast coming out so late today is... uh, I ended up having to run Ma to get her plants for the spring, and then we... I picked up gas, did my other running around, and decided it's supposed to mow this after. Mow it's supposed to rain this afternoon, and uh, rain on and off the next couple of days. So I figured, what the heck, sit there and I uh, uh, get the lawn mowing done. See if I can get everything done before it rained. And then I'm like, I got to get my podcast done. We got our town-wide rummage sale starting this weekend. and I noticed one and I stopped that and I picked up these little tripod uh, LED lights. And I think they're going to work awesome for my video segments of my podcast to show things off. But, uh, I'm like, well, shit, I picked up two and they were only 50 cents a piece. I wonder if they still got them left. They had a few more left down there. So I ran down to check it out. And, of course, they still had those three there. And I picked up a couple other little light type things that were a buck and... Got some awesome things again. I'm going to try and make my display area for my video portion of the podcast into a new uh, light-up area that I can give a better view of what you're looking at so it's not so hard to see things. Because being in this basement, stuff gets pretty shaded over. So we will try that. All right, I think I got something up here finally. We got some ways to feed a broken heart. (laughs) Soothe your soul with comfort food. Ooh, that looks good. They got a wai-wai-wai or maggie noodles that you put in a bowl with whatever you can find. And this just looks awesome. It looks like they cracked an egg in there. They got the noodles, some parsley, some carrots, some peppers, some celery, some type of red sauce, and just tomatoey sauce. Boost your mood with chocolate. And so, yeah, chocolate's always enjoyable, especially if you've got a broken heart. Not the chocolate ice cream. Talk ice cream. Go for a healthier chocolate if you can. Go for some dark chocolate. Cook for stress release relief. Uh, they got... Oh, no. What did I just do? I clicked something. I shouldn't have. Uh, just basically cooking is like therapy in itself, they say. And I agree with that. I and mean, as long as you got a nice environment where your cooking isn't too stressful, I got a roller chair. I got a nice open kitchen area. The counters are a little, I'd like to have a lower counter for using the chair with when I need to. But other than that, I got a nice open, all our counters are pretty much like cutting board style. I don't have to worry about messing them up too bad. We got enough cabinets that everything's laid out in somewhat decent format. I do, I do want to get... I haven't used my cooking utensils in like three, four years. I'd love to get them out of storage and use them. I don't even know what I have anymore. Uh, eat better food for more energy and improved health. Yeah, that'll always... It's always good to get some good energy boosting foods, and that's something that's going to make y'all sluggish from the sugar. Boost your serotonin levels with foods, Uh, and you can check out things they have like a gooey baked mac and cheese dish by at Pinchofiam and. Foods such as cheese, eggs, salmon, and nuts can help elevate the levels of serotonin. Uh, Cook to help with mindfulness and meditation. Uh, Cooking requires you to be conscious of what you're doing in that exact moment. It gets you to engage in mindfulness, which has multiple health benefits. So that's a little bonus to help you. Want to maybe cook more. Bring people together with a meal. And bring, cooking a nice meal is always a great way to bring some friends and family together. And get some socialization in. And socialization is always good to boost the mood if you're down and out. And that can be beneficial to us. Let's see what else we got here. Some... Um, uh, that doesn't really help us. Some weight free exercises to tone your arms. Kind of curious. And uh, the muscles required for arm movements include the muscles in the front and back of your arms, as well as the chest, shoulders, and upper back muscles. The eight. Best body weight arm exercises are arm circles, where you stand tall with the arms straight out to your sides and your muscles contracted down, down the length of your arm. Slowly make circles with your arms by rotating them around your shoulders while keeping them straight and your elbows locked with tension. Perform three sets of 10 to 20 reps in both directions. You can perform sets of large or small diameter circles to slightly change the effort required. And these are great, too. Old age, our arms start to kind of like fall to gravity. (laughs) Our muscles and our fat. (laughs) Uh, Arm front raises. You stand tall with your arms out to the front, locked out straight with your thumbs toward the ceiling. Raise your arms overhead while keeping them straight and locked out until they point straight up overhead with your upper arms blocking your ears when viewed from the side. Slowly lower your arms to the starting position. Perform three sets of 10 to 20 reps. Arm lateral raises where you stand with your arms at your sides and your palms facing inward towards your hips. Keep your arms straight and raise them to the side until your body makes a T when viewed from the front. Slowly lower the start to the starting position and repeat for 10 to 20 reps. You have wall angles where you stand with your back against a wall with your knees bent and your feet roughly one to two feet away from the wall. Your head, upper back and tailbone should be in contact with the wall. Bend your elbows to 90 degrees and raise your arms until your upper arms are parallel to the floor. As if you're putting your hands up, extend your arms overhead until they're straight. Aim to keep your arms, head, upper back, and tailbone in contact with the wall. And return to the starting position. Repeat it for three sets, 10 to 12 repetitions. And we got downward dog to plank. Begin in a push-up plank position with your hands under your shoulders and your arms straight. You can start with your knees on the ground if, you, if the push-up plank position is too challenging. Raise your hips and press backwards backward with your arms to arrive into the downward, down po- downward dog pose. If you started from your knees, you will raise your knees off the ground once you have pushed back enough to do so. Stabilize briefly in the downward dog pose before returning to the starting position. And repeat that for three sets of 10 to 12 reps. Then we got the plank tap, which is uh, begin in a push-up plank position with your hands under your shoulders and your arms straight. Keep your spine neutral. To make the exercise more challenging, keep your feet together. To make it easier, widen your feet. Bring your left hand up to your right shoulder and tap it before returning your hand to the floor. Repeat with your right hand and left shoulder. Perform three sets of 10 to 12 reps on each side. Oh, I needed a sip of water there. My mouth is getting dry. Sucking a lot of dirt while well, mo- lawn mowing, a lot of dust. All right, next up we got push up. Like I said, do it on the stairs. Begin in a push-up position with your hands under your shoulders, spine neutral, and legs straight. If needed, keep your knees on the ground to reduce the difficulty level. Lower your entire body in unison towards the floor by bending at the elbow. Keep your elbows close to your sides or at about a 45-degree angle. Lower your chest until your upper arm is parallel to the floor. Push through the floor to drive back to the top position, maintaining control the entire time, and repeat for three sets of 10 to 12 reps. If the sets become too difficult, you can revert to knees down variations. The last one's a triceps dip, but we're running out of time, so I am going to have to end it here, so you can always look up tricep dips, but... (laughs) And be good to yourself. Be good to everybody else. Kick the crap out of the monster. Enjoy the summer, springtime, summertime weather if you're getting it. And we'll get back to you again probably this weekend with some previews or something like that. But rate, review. Tell a friend. Subscribe. Send questions and comments to kevintheduckpool at gmail.com. Check out Crimson Call Comic Club under the call, under the call of MS. And we will get back to you again soon. So, bye bye for now.